What up, what up, what up? Another episode of the Love God, Love Sex Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Heath Maxwell. What up, everybody? It's Jamie. Yeah. Check us out, if you haven't, on all of our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at Love God, Love Sex Pod. Got tons of content out there, clips from the episodes, and also some other funny, hilarious content that we can post there from time to time. With that said, let's get right into our episode for today. Jay, I want you to introduce this one because this has come from a conversation that we had recently and also the observation that we've had uh, really from a lot of the people in, in, in our cipher. Yeah, well, you and I both know um, some, some women who, for all intents and purposes, they got their thing together. You know, they have a good job. Um, they, they look good. They stay fit and sexy and yeah. they're healthy. They want to be in a relationship, but for some reason, they, they can't find a guy who is looking for that with them. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and kind of similar to what we say about nice guys finish la- finishing last, um, the guy who most women don't see as exciting or nerdy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Although they may have it together and all of the things that women see- say that yeah. they're seeking out in a relationship, they finish last. We wanted to do one that's talk- that talks about nice girls finishing last. Mm. So. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And so this episode really resonates with us because we know a lot of amazing women in our circle and they're single mm-hmm. and they don't want to be single. And, you know, this is whole thing, involuntary <laughs> celibates where like these women really don't want to be single. But time after time, every time they enter the, uh, the marketplace, the dating marketplace, they end up with buckets, empty buckets. And we wanted to talk about what we perceive to be the phenomena of what's behind that. Because a lot for a lot of us, this issue is attributable to a lot of multiple factors. And it takes a lot of, I think, conversation and thought to really just pull the thread. And so we've been dialoguing with some of our women friends and, and doing an analysis for our own lives, right? Anecdotal, of course, and starting to think about what does it mean when we say nice girls? nice women finish last. So let's start off by just making sure we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Let's define what we mean by nice women. These are women who are typically uh, really well accomplished, typically older and maybe late 30s, early 40s, maybe mid, mid to late 30s, early 40s, accomplished, powerful career. I mean, their career behemoths. Attractive. Attractive. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful, kind, Ooh, kind, great, great mm-hmm. personalities doing well for themselves financially, but they don't end up with a guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure completely, even though I'm prepared for this episode, of why they don't end up with a guy. What do you think about that definition? Does that work for what we're trying to talk about today? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it does. I would, I would even take it a step further by giving it a, a example or a story yeah please um, yeah, please do you know someone that I, I introduced you to recently yeah but i know that you know they invested a whole lot into a guy they're attractive um like you said they're a career behemoth they have like you said pretty much for all intents and purposes they have all of their ish together um and she has all her ish together and it's like she invested a, a substantial amount of money into a guy and mm-hmm over the period of time while he was getting on his feet, it was like, once he got on his feet, he treated her like a starter kit chick. And it was like, you were good enough until I found my footing in my career and I got these promotions and I'm making the money I want. And now that I've made this money, 
I want someone who's a little younger or a little hotter or a little sexier or a little spicier. Her just being the nice girl didn't work anymore. Mm. And that's interesting because I've heard of like the starter kid wife. I've heard of that where, you know, young guy struggling tech guy, usually, or, you know, guy struggling in business. He gets to a point where he finally gets that promotion, EVP, maybe CEO, mm-hmm. dumps the first wife and gets with the new hot wife. Or you used to hear that back in the new hot blondes when it was mainly from a kind of general Caucasian white perspective in the 90s, 80s. But the women we're talking about don't even get to the starter wife kid. Not even a girlfriend sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, they don't even elevate to like, I posted you on social media. Yeah. You're somebody I'm willing to be seen around with the public. They don't not even get that. Claimed, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not sure what that is. So let's, let's take this from two perspectives. Let's start with the woman's perspective of dating, the nice girl's perspective of dating, then we can get to the men's perception of nice girls in the context of dating. Well, well what have you heard from your nice girl girlfriends? What are they telling you about dating? Well, and it's, it's what they've told and, and what I'm also perceiving. Okay. So a lot of them are willing to serve and be helpful, super out there, like at the store you mentioned, putting themselves out there, willing to you know, put maybe 15K on a demo tape. Uh, <laughs> is Cass still out there asking? Nah, yeah, yeah. Money yeah. Or, or like, you know, rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that's what means your service and help. I'm just saying that's an example. Uh, they're willing to serve and help. Uh, they feel like, from what I perceive, their feelings aren't being heard or respected. That they are putting themselves out there and what they realize, hindsight, is I'm being strung along. I'm being pulled along. And then when they pull back the curtain on a particular situation, they realize, oh, yo, I'm getting played. I'm getting played out here. And, and so the other thing is trust. Right. They're releasing a lot of trust. Like I'm giving trust. I'm mm. making myself trustworthy and I'm showing you that I'm serious and that I care, that I like you, that your dreams and your ambitions matter to me. But then do mine matter, matter to, to you? you? Yeah. What about you? What if kind of you've heard or perceived, well, both uh, nice girls dating, kind of modern dating? Well, I'm, I'm out here in the field and I, and I was just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not out there for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're not supposed to be out there. I hear a lot of gripes. I hear, you know, men, men don't appreciate, they don't really appreciate a nice girl. You know what I mean? Or they don't, that's not what they want. Uh, really. They like, they really want the spicy, the vixen that's going to be feisty. And mm. you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it kind of seems like that's the girl that's winning nowadays. Like you look at, um, you know, some of these IG models or even girls who are on OnlyFans, like the way that they talk is very much like they come in with entitlement and a lot of dudes may just, it's, it can scare dudes off. Uh, I mean, I don't know if the nice girls are actually doing that. What I hear from my nice girls is really just like, you know, I can, I can find a guy who's attracted to me and I can attract their attention, but not long term. Then they're not looking to me to be the wifey or the person mm-hmm. that they propose this long-term dating scenario to. Yeah. I'm, I'm good enough for the time being. Yeah. Like I said, it's like past starting kid. Yeah, yeah, you just passed mm-hmm. it. Those guys, because yeah, what, you, what you see is like, and you've heard these stories, a guy will date a woman. It'll go from one month, two months, six months, 12 months, 24 months, 48 months, 60 months. <laughs> right. 
Right, five years. He's getting all the payoffs. Yeah, well, well yeah, well, I, yo, he, we moved in together. He couldn't have his job, so I, you know, I was paying the rent. I was mm-hmm. making the food. We've taken vacations together on my dime on my credit card. They break up one day. He's like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. They break up 18 months later after that breakup. Homeboy's married, doing well with a six-figure job. Finally got his IT certifications. Finally got his wife, too. Yeah, got his wife and his kid. <laughs> right. And it's like, yo, well, wait a minute. You used up all my time, my resources, resources. Yeah, my energy. My energy. And it really wasn't manipulation because at the same time, that person, you were choosing to be there and do that, right? So yeah, I get that. A lot of it is manipulation. You think so? Yeah. We'll say some more about that because I come back to my guys. Well, manipulation in the sense of someone making the claim that that man manipulated me <laughs> into this situation. He may not have manipulated you into it, but he probably knew that he had no long-term intention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To me, that's where the manipulation comes from. Like, if you know that you don't have any intentions on being with this person long-term, but they do, every moment that you spend with them, folks knowing that, you're manipulating them. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. So you think the conversations are like, maybe the woman says, hey, you know, when we get married, da, 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 and the person's like, yeah, I'll think about it. Or is it like, yo, look, I don't know about marriage. I don't know about marriage. But, you know, I like what we have right now. Let's just keep it like this. Is that manipulation when someone says that? I think it is if you know that they're, that you, your long-term goals are not aligned. So even though they're saying, I like it like this, there is no long-term. If you as the man know there's no long-term. <laughs> well, because, yeah, you could be using that's, language and that's, like, and that's I like it like this, thinking, oh, well, maybe in two months, six months, he may change his mind and like it. And we know that a lot of women will hang on because they feel like they can change it. Yeah, yeah because it, 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 in your mind, you know, ain't no amount of boulder pushing right. or earth shaking or anything like that. You're not removing the, the, the tone, the, the stone from Jesus. To, it's just not happening, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's going yeah, 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 yeah. forever. Like, it's just going to be there. So, and a lot of dudes, and I think a lot of women know that too. Like, they, this has to be a part of this conversation. While we are both acknowledging that there are nice girls that finish last, a lot of times they keep themselves in last place from bad decision making. And knowing that some of the guys that they're going after or entertaining or giving time to don't have long-term intentions with them. But you know what? I want to push back on that a little bit because I think that often happens where, you know, the person gets crucified. We can see sometimes the, yeah, the nice know, guys finish. Victim blame. No, 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 no. Because I, even the nice guys finish last, you'll have these guys, you know, fall into these pickup artist circles. They're like, you're the problem. You're not an issue. And I'm not saying those guys don't need to do different things. Just like I wouldn't say the nice women or the nice girls don't need to do different things. Mm-hmm. I just think that when someone gets there and the guy's like, yo, he keeps it 100 with you and he goes, yo, all I want is the box. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But then you hitting her up for, well, you know, my rent need to get paid and, you know, I need this. And, and then she's just putting money out. You obviously not just using her now for physical intimacy. You're taking something out on the back end as well. But it's not, it is wrong if she knows in her mind that that's not where she wants it to be. Meaning, I'll do this for you. Well, so what are you saying? I mean, I'll do this for you, but I want it to be more. But I know from what you told me, it's not going to be more. So then it's on her. Like, well, he told you it's not going to be more. Right. But and, and what I'm saying is, is over time, they start waiting for their needs to be met, which is this long term thing. Yeah, yeah, because that's but what I told if you, you know up front, if he's telling you this is all I want, 
you really have to go with the, the real time information. You can't be thinking about, well, in a couple of months, he'll change his mind. Y'all living right now. He's telling no, you right now, this is what it is. So unless you're okay with putting your long-term goals on the back burner for a while, yo, you, you're really putting yourself behind it. I feel like they put themselves behind the eight ball when they do that. Yeah. And I'm, all I'm saying is that on the flip side of that, if someone is saying, well, let's just see how this goes, but you in the back of your mind, like you said a couple moments ago, you said in the back of your mind, I think, but you getting now a benefit out of it, that is manipulation. So I guess yes. to go back to your point about yes. manipulation, just to be clear on the point that we're making here, mm-hmm. right? That is manipulation. So, so with that being said, there's, it sounds like we're saying there's some scenarios where nice women, you know, finish last, nice girls finish last. They maybe need to do some different things. Like we, we most people tell nice guys who finish last, do this, do this, mm-hmm. well, this, whatever. And then on the flip side, there's also some manipulation going on where people are over-trusting and one guy's saying one thing and then you pull back the curtain each to do one another. So let's just transition. Let's, let's talk about our understanding of men and men, nice girls. Okay. What do you perceive men feel about nice girls? And I, I can start. One of the things is nice is boring. <laughs> and nice being defined like person is just very down to earth, maybe nerdy, maybe a little goofy. And I don't really want someone like that to go back to your point earlier. They're not a vixen. They're not someone who's this, you know, man killer. You know, they don't really have the outward appearance and personality of you see some of the more OnlyFans, you know, starlets. Mm-hmm. You know, um, nice is boring. It really doesn't mean anything. And then, you know, while she may be white material, that ain't it for me because the spiciness, right? The little picante is just not there. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, reading this this article on Elite Daily, and, and there was this quote from it that said, nice girls are a dime a dozen. They have no entry and show little in return. They just expect that being nice is enough. And maybe in the qualifying rounds it is. But to get to the next level, you have to step it up. But what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, I think it's acknowledging that for a lot of men, the vixen... They want the vixen to be a part of the nice. I mean, I, I, to me, I feel like a nice girl is a very uh, limiting box, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it really doesn't take into account the other sides of a person. So while we may think they're nice people or a nice person or a nice girl, it doesn't consider all the other sides. Like you, you get under their skin, they might show you how nice they are. <laughs> you know, almost so, I'm nice. They I'm may nice show you how nice they are not. Yeah. So I think you know. If if you are presenting nice all the time and that's the only thing that somebody gets from you, that can become boring and milk toast and very mediocre. And you know, I mean, it's like there, there really is no to me upside to being one dimensional. So while we're calling them nice in the context of this conversation, it, I don't think it's really considering them as a whole person, the whole of their humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Of I, I think a lot of dudes want kind of a combo. They want the nice girl and the vixen. They, it's like you say, like they, they want a woman in the streets, but a freak in the street. Yeah, they want, yeah, they yeah, want yeah, both. Yeah. And so a lot of times, if all you present is, is nice outside and at, at home, it's like, this is not doing it for me. Hmm. I guess, again, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And this is good because this is like tension and pushback. Between mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't get some of the preoccupation with the vixen. Now, the vixen role in behind closed doors is one thing, but 
why the Vixen display or the Vixen personality on the, uh, I guess, on the outside. And I think where we get into an interesting conversation is why does it need to be this tension of outward displays of seduction or sexiness? Especially in this day and age where seduction might have been something 30, 40, 50, 60, even 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. But seduction now has all these undertones of being hypersexualized and having your sex business right out in the street. I just, I, I just don't, you know, I, for me, it's like, why does that have to be part of that, that dialogue? I think that's what attracts a lot of men. I mean, when you first see someone, all Modern you men do is people. see them. Yeah. I think any man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, when for you sure. First for sure. see someone, all you do is see them. So you want to be captivated by what you see. You don't have the opportunity to always talk to every person of course. Or, or get the kind of transparency that's going to make you feel connected to a person yeah. out the gate, right? So it's like, at minimum, if you can keep me captivated with your sex appeal, and it may not even be sexual, but just your sensuality yeah. or, or just something that's, you know, come on, bro. No, keep it a hundred. Keep it a full stack. Most, I think men in general are driven by not necessarily our dick, but our sexual prowess. A lot of us are driven by that. What do you, what can you say more about that? Well, what do you mean? We're, we're driven by looks and beauty. Okay. Okay. So when we see a woman who's beautiful, we're more inclined to go up or want to engage with the woman who's beautiful and sexy versus just someone who might look good and is put together, but we don't see, you know, what kind of fantasies we can live out with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so this is what I mean by the nice one. When you think a nice girl, you think they dress moderately or, you know, that they're not necessarily showing off things that are going to attract. Well, let's say they're not attention. like, they don't have like, the, uh, where I see a lot of OnlyFans personalities, they're very out there and mm-hmm. they're very engaging. But I think that's a, that's a part of that person being a media personality and being comfortable being a media personality, not necessarily part of maybe who they who that person is individual or who they even are sexually. I just think that's part of being a media personality. Uh, you know, and you see that happening online now, more and more people taking on the persona of a character online, mm-hmm. similar to the way an actor takes on a character for a movie. And I think that's that's natural. In the dating world nowadays, we do a lot of uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean, we do a lot of marketing. You think about when you meet people, they're giving you their representative. They're trying to put together or put their best foot forward or, or all of their positive characteristics. That's marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're selling somebody on the best of you, the best parts of you, so you can convert them to be a consumer. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times when when women are marketing themselves, men are looking for certain things. They're looking for a woman who's beautiful and sexy and well put together and all of that first. Yeah. And then comes who you are as a person and your personality. Now, if you're if you really have a good personality and it's not your character, that's going to shine when you first talk to somebody. Of course. course. And so this is what I mean by I feel like guys want both. They want someone who looks good. And then when I actually sit down and talk to them, they're captivated. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's, let's transition to another topic regarding this. How does modern, modern dating, excuse me, impact the nice girls? 
you know, and I, I think when you see modern dating, you know better than I do because I'm, I'm not out there like that. Mm-hmm. I belong to the streets. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say you belong there, but you definitely got to like, I'm, I'm in, in the place. You got a place. I got a penthouse. I'm in the field. At the top. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, well, I mean, you'll think about what modern women see. They see the Instagram. What modern dating I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I just mean think of what. My, my, well, yeah, okay. So when we say modern dating, I just mean anybody who's single and dating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't matter what age. Yes. So uh, what do women see to aspire to? They see the Instagram model. They see the Cardi B. They see the love and hip hop girls, the real, the real housewives. And it's like the Kardashians, right? And a lot of that is based on how they look. Mm. I don't know if they're taking character markers from these women. I don't know that they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a, a lot of the women that I talk to, they're not thinking, they're not saying, oh, well, you know, Cardi B says, but this, again, this is what they see. This is the marketing that they get, right? So yeah. they see these women winning. Yeah. They want the win, but they may not necessarily want to do it how these women are doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they try to preserve a little bit of their own personality too. What I'm saying is men also see the same thing. They see the Cardi B's and the girls on Instagram okay. and loving hip hop and OnlyFans. So I was the eye test, that's what they yeah, no, gravitate yeah, yeah, towards. Yes, no, absolutely. And I, I think that's one of the challenges is the average girl don't look like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I yeah. would say the media girl aesthetic. Mm-hmm. More the OnlyFans woman aesthetic where it's makeup, it's really well put together, well proportioned, or some people aren't even like quote unquote well proportioned. They're just out there in a very sexualized way, right? That's their character they're putting out there. And I think a lot of guys get taken in by that, but I'm saying that's not reality. And that ain't necessarily, let's keep it real, what you qualify for. Mm -hmm. And I hate getting to that term because that becomes such a big argument online of who qualifies for what. So I'm going to take that back and say, I don't know who qualifies for what, right? I'm taking that back. You qualify, you don't qualify. I don't know. But I'm just saying numerically, Mm -hmm. Most people aren't moving like that. Now, they can give you that big freak energy, just like that person only fans are, but that's going behind closed door. They're not walking as with their sexuality as a big part of their personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at the concept of city girl, what does it mean to be a city girl? I think that has become a major, major concept. And, you know, you said in the last season, a lot of city girls, and they're out here winning or what people perceive they're winning. You know, it's about applying leverage. It's about applying pressure, which is what a lot of men would say to nice guys as well. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're not meeting women is because you're not initiating, you're not right. being aggressive or assertive enough. There's a way in which you have to apply pressure. So I find that interesting that that would be the same advice given to nice nice girls, nice women, is that you have to have some type of way of applying leverage. You have to have some way of moving with, you know, I guess with, with, with the skill of a, like a Kung Fu master, knowing what the pressure points are in order for you to get what you want, in order for you to end up with this person. Well, I guess what I'm saying is the, they, women get marketed the win. So they see the city girl win and they think, well, I want the win, so I got to be a city girl to get it. As opposed to, let me find out what my strengths are and my pressure points are to be able to do this dance or roll around, you know, kind of... Well, it's like, brand, like yeah. find, finding, finding the strengths of my brand. brand. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And get the win in that way. I feel like a lot of women are uh, marketed that, look, mm-hmm. look, get the BBL, make sure your body's tight. Now, Lips, now I think, obviously, a lot of men are attracted to that, but 
you and I talked about this ad nauseum, and most of the guys I know will say the same thing. They would prefer a natural woman. They prefer natural beauty. They don't necessarily care about, huh? That's a read the <laughs> Like a natural woman, right? <laughs> this is what they prefer. They don't necessarily want the BBLs and the, you know what I mean? You got to have yeah, hair, hair done all the time or makeup on or be dressed to the nines or manicure, pedicure all the time. Like those things are appreciated, but I don't, that's not necessarily what men desire long term. But, but yeah, and I, I can hear you on that. But what's funny is, and we're even doing it now, we have a bias to thinking that women who are made up like that aren't the nice girls. But I think the nice, the nice girls do cover a range, but we have a bias that if you do, you are city girl presenting, mm-hmm. right? You are city girl presenting, you have these kinds of looks that you are not the nice girl. But those, there's, there's a bunch of people, women in that group, who are nice as well, who would probably end up in some of the similar scenarios. They just look the city girl part, right? Like you said, they're, they're Jessica Rabbit. I'm, I'm just drawn this way, or right. I don't act that way. But I think that's, I a, move that I think that's a problem. And I think the only reason why I think it's a problem is because, like you said, that's not really you. That is what you've done. You've taken on these characteristics for the goal of the win or the man. And it's like, yo, you can hook a man being yourself presenting however you genuinely and authentically present there's a man out there for you um but i think that if some of the nice girls will say that but yeah, i ain't getting them yet and i've, I've watched the years roll by the years i mean and which is why, decades which is why i said we can't we we have to talk about bad decision making as a part of this conversation but but i, I hear your bad decision making but i think to me i wonder how much of that is bad decision making versus what is environmental and landscape I think certain landscapes just can make a, 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 a thing very difficult. So this whole idea of what people may argue in game theory, that even in a good game, mm-hmm. even bad people do well in a good game because of the nature of the game, the mechanics of the game reward certain things. But a good person can't thrive in a bad game because the nature and the mechanics of the bad game crush everybody. So is this just modern dating a bad game? Yeah, I, I would say it is. Uh, I, I think kind of it feels like it is because a lot of it is a lot of it is based on um, materialism. A lot of it is based on being disingenuous, not necessarily moving or operating in your own real authentic power. Yeah, yeah, being false is a big, yeah, big yeah. I mean, even I look at somebody like a Meg Thee Stallion. A friend of mine brought this up recently. And I thought this was like a, a great point. When Meg went through. Oh, when she when she um, started doing videos without no makeup, people were just like, "Oh my God, Meg is so beautiful!" Yeah, 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 yeah. She has she has a very natural, yeah, 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 a naturally beautiful face yeah, and features yeah, put together, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But how come she didn't continue doing that? I don't know. What my friend brought up was Meg could not be the star that she is being natural. She has to appeal to. Um, you know, a, a greater or, or a liar, larger or a higher organic, value. Like a, yeah, a organic. organic. Yeah, it's kind of like a wrestler. Like, she, there's a gimmick that people want from her. Yes. And, and I mean, I think a lot of women feel like they have to do that in order to get the men. But again, that's just because TV, mainstream media, all these things are showing them this is the girl that's winning. And that's my point that what the challenge I have, and this happens a lot online, is there's the, the crucifying of women 
that happens. And I've seen it happen to men too. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about men, we're going to bring that up as well, where we point at the other person and say, you're not doing enough and you're not good enough. And the reason why you're not good enough is because you haven't done enough work and you haven't tried hard enough and thought about this and think about that. Do your research, which is the famous call out of all time or online. Anytime you disagree with somebody, they'll say, no, it's this, but you need to do your research as if someone hasn't taken the time to actually do their own self-reflection and look at particular sources. Mm-hmm. By the way, do your research. Jane knows it. I hate that term. Right, do, you you want, you know, do your reading. You're not qualified to do research. What a marine biologist does for research is different than what a theoretical physicist does. No one really does research. That is really the, the, the bedrock or that's in the bag of those who are qualified and shown how to do really good research. What you want is you want to do good reading and do anal- good analysis, which most um, schools and most uh, educational journeys in the United States have prepared us to do. I mean, so people have to read. Don't mm-hmm. just do your research. But, you know, all this talk makes me think about a classic nice girl versus mean girl or get it girl. Let's not use mean girl. Get it girl mm-hmm. dynamic, which was in the movie Boomerang between Robin oh, Gibbons' ooh. character. Wonderful right? movie. If you've never seen it, please. Yes, yes. We told it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, between Robin Gibbons' character, mm, uh, Jacqueline, and Halle, and Halle Berry's character, Angela. And in this movie, Jacqueline is the go, go, get it woman who's running. Uh, she's running, uh, was it Charge? Char- Char- no, uh, El- uh, Miss Lady Louise, Eloise. Lady, Lady Eloise. Uh-huh. And then Angela came over from Lady Eloise, and she's an art director. And we see this evolution of uh, Eddie Murphy, who's this player who gets played, but he, he's so attracted to this woman who's playing him, this get it girl. Uh, Jacqueline, and then along comes Angela, who's this nice girl. He, I don't want to ruin the movie for those who see it, but I guess it's 30 years old, so I got to spoil it. Right. Uh, uh, she he, ends up liking him. Yeah, she ends up like they fall, and the nice girl and the, and the guy get together. He ends up playing her to go back to Jacqueline and then realizes, you know what, I want to be with Jacqueline, but when he comes back up and runs back up on Angela towards the end, at the end of the movie, she is stone cold. She's no longer that nice woman. And she even says, I had to learn how to be out here because I, you, as a nice girl, who I was, you're going to get your heart broke. Mm-hmm. So like this tensions between the get it girl and the nice girl and how that gets resolved in Boomerang is def- a definite watch. But I think it speaks to some of the tensions that we're talking about here. Here is Jacqueline and she's by no means meek. She's by no means the homemaker. She's by no means what people say they want online or one who stays home, cooks and cleans. Right. Mm -hmm. She is the get it girl, but men are attracted to her. She's fierce. She's powerful. She's sexy. She's cunning. She's rude and wields it like Mm -hmm. like like a master samurai wields their blade. Right. And but guys are fucking attracted to her. Angela, guys, see her. She's cool. She's attractive. But eh, it's Angela. But I mean, it's Holly Berry and Holly Mm -hmm. Berry is, is dope. And this woman is a creative director and a art director. She's wearing the head wrap and the headdresses in the office. She's gorgeous. Right. But Jacqueline is just bringing that thing out of you, that challenge, that tease. But that's what I guess you're talking about. There's that tease. Now, to me, that's different than what we see today with what I think we perceive to be you have to have your sexuality on the sleeve. Jacqueline didn't have her sexuality on the sleeve. You don't think so? No, I think she had her sexiness out there. This is what I'm saying. She wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm beating this guy. I think when you sit in front of some of these podcasts and the OnlyFans women go through the list of famous guys or not famous guys that they've had sex with, Mm -hmm. I think that becomes, all right, well, that's what, you know, women should be doing. You know, they do this position. They can talk comfortably about sex. Some women can't talk comfortably about sex. Right. Some people can't, and that's okay. Yeah. 
But behind closed doors, you know what I mean? They're willing to have that conversation, but publicly, they're not going to move that way. And so what I think Jacqueline and Angela does in that dynamic is bring out what we talk about, the get it girl versus the nice girl. And uh, do you think some of these nice girls need to have more Jacqueline in them, more of these, you know, Angela's out Yes, that's what I was saying. I think men want both. They want a combination of, of the nice girl and the vixen. I think it's just the, the vixen that catches the guy initially. Like when we, like, like when he saw Jacqueline, you saw he was just like, he walked by and was just like, like he stopped. He said, I, 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 I had to come and talk to you. You're breathtaking. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't just say you look good. You got to say like something <laughs> substantial. You're stunning. You're breathtaking. They tell you this is a pickup artist. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You got to use those different words. Yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, you saw, and I mean, it wasn't like she was dressed super sexy, but it was just like, you saw the way her hair was done. You saw the way her makeup was done. Yeah, her, yeah, her fit everything, was right. Her fit was great. Her fit looked, was great. Right. That and jacket. then when she took that trench, that coat off and you saw the body, you were just like, oh, yeah, no, I, I got to have this. Yeah, Robin Givens was slaying cats back in the day. I mean, this was coming right off the Mike Tyson divorce and everything, but she's just, I mean, Robin Givens was. And that's the thing, I think. You know, she. I think she did wield and wear that sexiness on her sleeve. Yeah, but she wasn't at the at the at. Well, you know, I guess she wasn't at the job. Like, well, some people would argue she did because she was spreading the sex stories about Marcus. Well, we don't. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's okay. implied. It's implied. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and he comes upstairs. There's that scene where and he then, comes in, and all the women are just like kiki and laughing and whispering and. And they look away. So you, yeah. he knew they were talking about Well, her. he told Strong J that he, he was beaten. But anyway, we, we oh, did. Oh, she did. That's yeah, right. yeah. But anyway, right. I mean, I don't want to get too far off topic. I, I think, so what I think, as we're kind of getting up to a point wrapping up, is that I, I think it's important to recognize that, number one, if you're out there in the dating world, yo, just don't manipulate. Be, be straight up. I think you have, being straight and being honest is where you're at and where you have to be. And I think for me, nice women have to be who they are. I mean, ultimately, you can't be false because I think being false, like you said, being driven by the dynamics of this environment and landscape is what's really ultimately destroying people yeah. and destroying a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. For real, authentic relationships, connecting. Yeah. yeah, because I think people have to find some way to be hope, uh, to sustain hope within themselves for who they are and who they see themselves as. I don't want everyone to feel like, well, if they talk in the sex game, then I got to be over here talking the sex game. And once you're over here, or they're wearing Jordans over here, then I'm wearing Jordans yeah. over here. Or they Timbo's, all right, then I'm putting Timberlands over here. It's one thing to, to, to appeal to people where they're at. It's another thing to put on a, no, a whole false identity just to fit in. So let me ask you as we wrap up, do you have any advice for these nice women? No, I'm still learning. I, I just don't know. You know. I'm still dialoguing. I'm still learning. I'd love to resurface or come back to this topic and, and, and have people who hopefully comment on this episode talk more about yeah, it. Maybe we need to have a nice girl or a couple of nice girls. Yeah, absolutely. Part two and just talk about what, I mean, like you said, we consider their voice and what we talk about, but to have them here yeah, in real time and say, to like, speak for themselves yeah, without our biases getting in the way. Mm -hmm. Do you have any takeaways as we wrap up? Well, like I said earlier, you can find who you want by being your authentic self. Please don't feel like you need to develop a character or be anyone that you're not to win. Um, yeah. And, and, and maybe be open to redefining what winning looks like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Check us out on all our social media, Facebook, YouTube. 
uh, TikTok, Instagram, at LoveGodLoveSexPod. Definitely check in. We have clips up there of the episodes that we posted and, of course, some funny, humorous content we post from time to time. And if you want to email us about different show topics or just some feedback, you can get with us at connect at lovegodlovesexpodcast.net. That's it for today. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Peace.